And welcome to this actually unnamed podcast. We 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 will think of a better name. Don't want, don't worry about that. I'm Snipe from uh, Snipe and Wib Play, and I am also here with Wib. Surprisingly enough. Yes. Hello. Uh, I am also from Snipe and Wib Play. Yeah, it's a weird thing we've got going here. It is strange actually. that we both are from the same YouTube channel. Yeah, it's weird. And indeed, most people will probably hear this on the YouTube channel. So I'm not really sure why we needed to introduce ourselves so formally. Well, it's it's a good start. It's I a think g- it, it's a good start. Well, we're still figuring out this podcast thing. Yeah, um, we, yeah, we haven't got a name for this thing yet, but we wanted to do a podcast for a while, so we figured we'd give it a go. Um, hopefully it doesn't suck. Uh, we're sorry if it does. Yeah, sorry if it does. Yeah, <laughs> this this is the pilot episode. Yes. So we're still feeling our way and establishing a format. So, yeah. Started off with, what have you been playing lately? What have I been playing lately? Yes. Uh, well, lately I have... Um, I mean, I've been playing more Binding of Isaac because that's apparently just all I do with my life now, right now. Okay, that's um, fine. So I recently got real Platinum God. Um, okay, quit bragging. <laughs> which is not as hard as it used to be. I don't know much about the... I mean, I've, I'm have i no good at that kind of game at mm. all. I just can't focus on anything remotely bullet helly. Yeah, well, um, the, the best way to put it is that Originally, um, the way you got real Platinum God in the base version of the game, Before, uh, in, Rebirth, Rebirth, Rebirth okay. um, in Rebirth was that you had to 100% the game. You had to unlock absolutely everything, do every challenge, beat every character with everything, which is quite difficult. No, speaking <laughs> as someone who can barely play the game, I I am in awe of you and your <laughs> uber leapness whatever it is that people say <laughs> whatever the kids say now. whatever the, whatever's down and happening with the kids whatever the kids are with right now yes um but now that um afterbirth came out uh, yeah. which came out in like september was it or october it was it was the latter part of last year yeah, i know that but, much uh, but when that came out it meant that um there's lots of characters you don't have that have been unlocked. Well, I say loads. There's two characters that you don't have to you don't have to beat the game with now to mm. get real platinum god. Um, you just have to do all the old content, which is made a little bit easier by some of the stuff added. Because they added like, um, if memory serves, they added a few new power ups. A bit like I think they improved synergies. Yeah. So the game's a little. Well. Yeah. So that kind of stuff can become a little easier, and mm. especially um, the real sticking point for trying to get real platinum god before was. You had to play with the lost, and that—that's the guy who you—you you take one hit, you die. Yeah, you—you ha- you take one hit, he's dead. Mm. So he's really hard to play the game as. Um, during, if you complete some stuff in Afterbirth, then you unlock a permanent like upgrade for him that he starts with called the Mantle, which means you can take an extra hit, which makes the which makes playing the lost actually astronomically easier because suddenly, well, I can imagine. Yeah, yeah there's you can take a hit per room basically because it mm. recharges each room. Um, so it's nowhere near as hard as it used to be, but it's still quite difficult to get. Well, so. yeah, but you've still got to not get hit more than yeah. once, which is no easy task. Um, but so I, I, I got that, and I've still been, and after that, I've been trying to beat things with the one of the new characters that was added in Afterbirth, um, mm. Keeper, who has he he has basically two. He's got like one full heart, so he can be hit twice. 
Um, but it's separated into two coins, and if you pick up a coin, that's how he gets hearts because hearts don't give him coins. Oh, so his, um, his... hearts don't give him health. Okay, um, so so his health is money. Yeah. Okay. Um, but he can only ever have two unless you get an upgrade later on. But I haven't got that. Mm. Um, but his base weapon is like a three firing thing that's really slow. So he's actually I find him significantly harder to play as the play than as the loss. And I managed to beat the lamb with him once. Um, and I've been desperately trying to do the light path where you beat uh, Blue Baby. I've been trying to do that one for like the last couple of weeks, <laughs> and I just can't get fucking anywhere. Um, and that's that's sort of what dominates my life right now. <laughs> Apart from playing, um, getting towards the end of Fallout Four. How are you finding Fallout Four? Is it does it live up to the hype? Um, for me, yes, but then I didn't like the uh, I didn't like Fallout Three, so um, I know that's a somewhat contentious. Ooh, uh, you're not allowed to say that. No. Um, <laughs> Basically, everything that's kind of wrong that I didn't like about Fallout 3, like, I didn't really... I, I found the gunplay really awful. I personally, yeah, I never got on well with yeah. gunplay. And I'm not a fan of that particular narrative kind of structure. Yeah, I didn't really like this... I didn't like the story in 3 either. And it just, I tried to play it for a few hours and then either yeah, it had, it'd break because the PC version is fucked um, yeah. or I'd just get bored of it. Um so I was kind of surprised that I actually ended up really quite liking Fallout 4. It's mm. by no means a perfect game, and it's still got a lot of problems that Bethesda games have. Well, it's, um, it's a Bethesda game. They are notorious for yeah. being janky. But I, I've quite enjoyed it. I'm, I'm towards the end game now, mm. and I've just got into an awkward part where I've got to do stuff for one faction. Like, not to give spoilers if anyone's not got that far, or I haven't played it yet. Um, I've got to do, like, favours for one faction, and in order to progress their storyline, I've got to do the opposing faction's quests, which actively involve fucking with the first faction. That, okay. <laughs> to get them to the right point, and it just feels really counterintuitive. So it's um, not just, like, say there's, for argument's sake, like, three factions or four factions. Let's just... Yeah, and there's, like, four factions. Yeah, so, so say there's, like, four. I don't know. I've only played, like, the first, like, hour or so of it, which I did... It didn't quite hook me, mm. I'm going to be honest. I mean, I really... I like the fact that you don't have a silent protagonist. I, that's a personal pet hate of mine. I hate silent mm. protagonists. It, I think it does, they are uh, really lame. Unfortunately, him not being silent does mean there's nowhere near as many dialogue options. Yeah, yeah that is Which the, is a shame. That's the trade-off. Yeah. But, like, you know, and the fact that the intro was quite snappy. You say, mm. okay, here's the lay of the land. Fucking, there's a nuke dropping. And it's yeah. like, okay, fine. I can appreciate how some people might not like that, especially fans of the Fallout series already. You know, they'll, yeah. they'll, they'll be like, this is really I, lame. I, like, so it's, it's that thing where it's like, I like it way more than any other Fallout game I've played. But you, However, you're not, you're not a Fallout fan. <laughs> I'm not fan. a Fallout that's, fan, so. That's the problem with Fallout 4 that I've kind of perceived mm. is that, like, you know, because, like, when it came out, everything was Fallout 4. Pornhub's traffic just dropped the day it came out. <laughs> Personally, I think that's fucking hilarious. That is, that is a true thing, by the way. Yes, that's, that's that a legit true. thing. The only thing that can stop porn is Fallout mm. 4. And then, like, you know, it's it's the whole thing. When a new game comes out, like, that's very anticipated, you usually get a lot of people just going, this is the best thing ever, you know. Mm. Like, they, they can't help it because there it's excitement. I mean, we're all guilty of it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you're so excited to have a new game that is part of a franchise you love, and so all you, all you can do is sing its praises. And then, like, a month or two after is when the problems start surfacing. Yeah. Or, you know, a, a lot of critics will voice them and people will be like, Boo! Down with critics! This mm. is the best game! And then, like, a month later they'll be like, Well, actually, yeah, the, hmm, yeah, <laughs> they're, they're right. But I'm really angry about it still. So, yeah, like, I've, I've heard a lot of people kind of going, Actually, it wasn't as good as I thought it was. <laughs> I'm not saying it's bad. Yeah. 
I mean, I liked it, like, a lot more, but like I say, it still didn't really get its hooks into me. Yeah, that's fair enough. Because I'm just not, like, as much as... Yeah, I like open world games. Um, but it was still, like, very jarring of, like, oh, I'm, I need to look for my baby. And then, like, 20 minutes in, you're like, I have a baby? Eh, whatever. It's yeah, the, probably fine. The funny thing is, is when that does kind of get resolved, you're like, oh. And then the game just keeps going. <laughs> and you're like, oh, alright. Cool. Okay, now what? Do I keep playing with my little houses and my town? Pretty much. For, yeah, that, that is is that quite, all you do? I, I quite like building the towns. There's, there's something awfully engaging about that really, really kind of janky, broken system that they've got <laughs> that feels like a mod, but I don't know, It just it's, it's kind of engaging. Feels like a mod. Yeah, you know how like when um, a mod um, is put into a game and it's it's like a, a good mod, but just you can tell that the way, like, say, the UI is built or just how clumsy it is, like how janky the whole thing is. Mm. Like, it doesn't really... It all, it feels like it, it, if the real people who made the game had have made it, this would have been amazing. Yeah, and so that's just, how it feels. Yeah, and you just put up with the fact it's a bit janky because yeah. it's a mod. That's kind of how the town building feels. Oh. Um, but it's still engaging, so you put up with it. But yeah, it, it could have been a lot better. Mm. Um, but unfortunately, um, I don't quite have the reverence for Bethesda that a lot of people do, so I just chalk it up to Bethesda being kind of bad at their job. Um, but as I say, I, I still enjoyed it, no, no matter what um, complaints I might have. Um, no, so, no, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. What have you been playing? What have I been what playing? Have you been playing? I, uh, I got bought The Witcher 3. And I've always wanted to get into that game. We did do a, uh, a little video on it ages ago. Oh, so over a year ago now. Yeah, I think it we did the first quite weekend. a while yeah. ago. I don't remember how it came into our possession. But yeah, and we played a bit. I believe was... we may have bought it from Steam. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. It's like with, with like modern day gaming and stuff, like Humble Bundles and how everything on Steam has points of being ridiculously cheap. Yeah. Well, almost everything. You forget where you get <laughs> yeah, games. Yeah, that is, that is very just... true. So, yeah, and, like, I think you played it, mm. and it was just... It was very hard to get into. I'm I'm near the end of the game now. Of um, The Witcher 1. Of The Witcher 1, yeah. Because yeah. uh, I, I want to play the second and mm. third one as well. The first one is... I honestly feel the first hour or so of The Witcher is really quite poor. It's... It doesn't, in my opinion, doesn't do very good to engage mm. you as as someone who's there for the story or gameplay. It's got a weird combat system that's t- that took me a, a good bit to get used to because what you've got to do is you have three styles. You have like fast, strong, and group, and you've got to figure out the enemy you're facing. You have to figure out what counters that. So if they're quite an agile kind of guy, then you pick fast style. Um, if there's, like, more than three, you pick group, you know, and if they're just a big lumbering oaf, then you pick strong. And then there's a whole steel and silver, like, s- you get a silver sword, I think, at the end of chapter two, um, which is which does loads more damage to monsters. How, but, how does the silver sword work on, on people? Do they it, do it, less damage? It, it or? barely does any damage to them. Okay. And the same with the steel sword on monsters, it barely mm. does any damage. I just wondered, because I was thinking, like, well, I understand why a steel sword wouldn't do much damage to to a monster, because, you know... They are, they are a monster at the end of the day, and, like, Silver's got magical properties in that kind of setting. Yeah. Um, but I didn't know if, like, well, strictly speaking, if you stab someone, it like a person, it doesn't matter what it's made of, surely it's just going to stab them. <laughs> but, you know. Yeah, but Silver, it, yeah, it doesn't yeah. do next to any damage to people. So, and what you've got to do is you've got you've to figure out, like, okay, which sword do I use? Like, human monster. Mm. And then you've got to pick a style. 
and then you click and don't do anything and you wait until your little cursor because it's the sword lights up and then you click again that's how you fight I mean, it, I does am it actually? But... Yeah, does it kind of elaborate on that that much throughout the rest of the game? Because because oh. I remember because that was when when playing it, you know, for the video a while back. I remember getting into that system and it being like, uh, okay, this is interesting. Um, I, I would not have made a video game like this, but you know, it's not the worst or anything. That's the thing. It's like I find it quite comfortable now that I've played through it. I mean, it didn't take me super long to get used. To. It's just that. You're used to, like, every... I I will spam left-click and just keep slashing. Yeah. That is absolutely not what you do. But, I mean, it does get a bit more complicated, like, um, where, you know, you double-tap a directional key and you dodge, you can jump over enemies, which does take a bit of getting used to. But, yeah, after a while, like, well, then you get the um, the magic as well, which I'm obsessed with Ard, Mm. which is like a telekin... It's like a force push, and it's so fucking good, because you're just like... I don't care. And it, it's really good, because then you can kind of do... If you stun them, you can do, like, a, a one-hit takedown, mm. which is always so cool, and a lot of the time messes up, so they're, like, to your right, while you're facing the opposite way, doing this, like, murder animation, and it's just, like, they're reacting as if you're in front of them. It's just so fucking weird. I mean, it wasn't... I'm sure it wasn't the first one made on, like, the Neverwinter Nights 2 engine or I something. I think it was, yeah. Which is, like, I don't even know how they managed to make a video game even remotely like The Witcher on that engine. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's like, surely there could have been an easier way. <laughs> but yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm at chapter 5 now. I've, I've not long started that. Uh, I'm not gonna... I... I should I get into spoilers? Because it's like a really old game now. I don't know. On, on your conscience, be it. Okay, um, we'll be discussing spoilers, I guess. Yeah, like, the, the first, like, couple of hours is very overwhelming. Yeah. Because um, you've got this, this combat system that takes you a bit to understand what it is you're even doing. Mm. You've got you know, you're, you start off in Care Morin, which is the home of the witches, and there's like an, an attack happening. Yeah. So and you're just like everything is fucking. There's fighting everywhere. There's a big bug. There's big... magic being thrown around. I don't know what the fuck is happening here. I do remember the big bug. The big bug. The, the big um, bug sticks in my head. The frightener. That's what frightener. It's re- oh. Frightener. That's what it's referred to as. Um, and then you're like, oh, you have to run around and, and mop up these guys, and you have to kill the Salamandra, which is the name of the antagonistic yeah. group. Um, and they steal, because witches are mutants. Mm. They they need consumptions of mutagen, they're very alchemy-based, so like there's a lot of messing around with potions as well, which is a bit of a pain. You know, oh, I'm going to be fighting enemies that throw acid at you, so you need to drink a potion that makes you resistant to acid. Is this all stuff you have to do before the fight? Yeah, you, you can only do that at, like, bonfires. Or, oh. like, um, or in inns. So, basically, the game kind of necessitates that you have some degree of, like, clairvoyance to know what's yeah. going to happen. Yeah, basically. I, mean, I can see why... I can see... I've heard people complain about that, of that being one of the <laughs> issues of the game. Yeah, I'm really... It's like, while the alchemy does add, like, a level of... You're like, I've got to go kill this fucking big, big-ass monster. I'm gonna need this... I'm gonna need this, mm. and which is fine, provided you have the monster entry in your bestiary. Now, this is one of my biggest complaints about The Witcher. You will, you'll go into a town, and there'll be like a notice board saying, oh, "I need, I need five devourers' asses, whatever." Yeah. If you don't like have an entry for that monster, if you haven't read a book about that monster, you can't do that quest. Well, you can go and kill as many as you want. 
but then you won't know what item is which. So it's like, um, say, like you're playing uh, like like World of Warcraft, yeah. and you get a quest to go and collect like five bear asses, but unless you've got the book telling you how to do it, you don't know what part of the bear is the ass. Yeah, basically. So you can't remove it and take it back. Yeah, that that's my biggest yeah. frustration with it, because it's like... I can see why that would be an issue for yeah, you. Yeah, because it's like, um, I was wandering through, uh, you go to a town called Vizima, which you spend quite a bit of time there, and it was like, oh, I need some Gravier's uh, teeth, or yeah. whatever. Those are referred to as skinnable items. Mm. Um, there are some monsters you can go after, and if you don't have a bestiary entry, you can ski- like take the skinnable items. Mm. But for the most part, you need to have read the book, and only occasionally can you just go and do a mini quest. Like there's one in I think it's chapter three where you give an old lady something to eat, and she gives you a book on like vampires and stuff. Mm. So then you can skin them. But these books are fucking like four hundred oran. Each and that's like that's like a, a quest worth of money. Okay, so they're not uh, they're, they're not they're not inexpensive. No, and like um like and there there are like variables in prices. Like I did go and buy one that was like eight hundred, which cleaned me out, and I was just like fuck. But I re- and I got like three hundred oran <laughs> for the fucking thing. I was like I'll collect like fucking I don't know five vampire butts, mm. and I did after I bought this expensive book, and it was like. I've just spent a thousand fucking oran on this book. Here's your, here's your butts. And he's like, thanks, here's 200 oran. And I'm like, you motherfucker. <laughs> Do you have any idea what I've given for this quest? But now you're an expert at farming like vampire butts. So, you know, the reward is, mm, is itself. Yeah, you know? but I mean, like, that's the thing. It's like, you, you have to go get skinnable items to give to NPCs yeah. to complete quests. Uh, but the skinnable items are also used in alchemy. Like, and they're all, like, colour-coded. I still quite haven't quite figured it out. But... Every alchemical ingredient, like, say you get, like, I don't know, there's, like, these really weird, like, can't remember the name, but I, I'm pretty sure it's Polish for Bloodsucker. And they're, yeah. like, upright, huge leeches that just spew acid on you. Yeah. They're nightmare creatures. Eldritch horrors straight from the uh, the Cosmic Abyss. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and, like, oh, you need, like, several of the, like, their acid or whatever. And that has, like, a red element and, like, a blue, for argument's yeah. sake. I don't remember. Uh, and you need those t- to create certain things. So what you do is, if you want to create a, uh, an alchemical mix, you go to an inn, uh, or you know, you pay like some money, and you kneel at the fire and meditate. That's also how you have to level up, mm. which I'll get to in a moment. And what you do is, you uh, you mix health potions. Uh, you can mix like like cat was my favorite because you could see in the dark instead of carrying around a torch. Yeah. So that was quite good. Uh, and other things like that. I mean, I've crafted I crafted like five like detect invisible potions because it's like I have not encountered anything that's invisible so I want to fucking make sure that when I do those things are not a problem maybe, because that's fucking scary maybe there has been invisible things around you the whole time you just can't see okay, them okay don't do that don't do that <laughs> that's, that's really bad okay look there's like an around. invisible shogoth like he's, <laughs> he's been behind you the whole game he's really polite his name's Keith well, that's the thing. If he's not going to bite me or anything, I'm going to be friends. He's with just him. lonely. He's just he just wants to keep around if he wants you. To you hang know? out. That's fine. But there is a horror behind you. No, you know, I, just so yeah, you know that no, at all times. I, I know, I know, and I don't need reminding. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I've, I've got a stockpile of if something is invisible, you can fucking see it because I am dreading that because I haven't heard anything about it. 
I haven't read any bestiary entry about something that can turn invisible, so see I, invisible, I'm waiting. See invisible is probably the, like the swimming from Deus Ex. You know, you can do it, but why would you? <laughs> but just in case, <laughs> it's there, so I'm happy. Um, so you need to craft that. I mean, I'm, I'm quite fond of White Rafford's uh, elixir or potion, which is immediately recovers health. Yeah. Whereas you get like, um, I think it's Tawny Owl or Swallow that you drink it and it increases your vitality regeneration. Mm. But the thing with alchemy is that you have a toxicity meter. So you take one potion, you get a green bar, it shoots up. I don't know what happens when you get to max, because I'm really scared of getting there. You probably die. You see that you do have that in some games where there's like a negative like trait that you can get if you let something like fill up so far. But you never. But if you if you're really careful and never let it happen, you can finish a game without ever knowing what happens. I think that's what's going to happen. But with you toxicity. just. But you just know you don't want to achieve that. So. Well, no. Like as you get to like mid, like like you get half full, which I have gotten over half full before, yeah. and that's too much for me. You start getting red spots in your vision. Yeah, you just get like really, really weird, like red sunspots appearing mm. and kind of fading away. And it's like, yeah, I don't want to fill up that bar. <laughs> I don't want to fill up that fucking bar. I'm really, I'm really enjoying it. Like, I think it's really, actually, quite good. After that first couple of hours where everything's overwhelming and there's so much to take in and learn, and you're just like, what the fuck am I doing here? It actually grabbed me. It was kind of like playing Mass Effect One, where it's really hard to get into. You have to kind of overcome the fact that the combat's a little bit... Mm. A little bit weird, yeah. But no, like, so I, I've been really enjoying that. Um, Does it have better UI than Mass Effect 1? Yes! I mean, You that's still not... have to, like, hold down shift, and then you can, in real time, move your mouse around and select, like, mm. spells, or use a potion, or... It's weird. Yeah. But, like, yeah, there is, like, one... Like, this is, this, this is a little kind of incongruity that pisses me off, right? So Geralt, he has like a strip on his shoulder, uh, on on his, like his chest, where there's like three. It's like it's like a mini bandolier, where you put like a quick slot potion in, and yeah. when he has one in there, it's in there, which I think is cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. But there's two spare slots. I can only have one quick slot potion. Sounds like you need to visit a wiki. Uh, <laughs> yeah, probably. But no, like the, the the sex is another thing that's quite interesting. Yes, there. I, I, that's the thing that I think most people There's know about the Witcher. There's a lot of the sex, yeah. Like, but I think like, and the sexy postcards that you get, <laughs> the sexy tarot cards. You get yeah. like sexy lady Pokedex entries. It's yeah. I think it's quite well done, and I think just people because like Drummer Matt, like he came in, like he came over to visit while I was playing it, and he was like, "Oh, you're playing the sex game? Who have you fucked?" And I'm like, "That's really selling it short." <laughs> but you're a describing lot of people... it like an American news network describes Mass Effect, <laughs> sodomy simulator. Yeah. yeah, it's basically like that. It's like, no. But, like, oh, I had this really annoying thing with this woman who I didn't even mean to sleep with her. I swear to God it was an accident. Oh, it, it happened. I accidentally it had happens. sex with this woman, yeah? You, how many stories start yeah, like I that? I feel you. I feel yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And, like, because I was just being nice. And then she's like, now we're fucking. And I'm like, okay. Um, right. To be fair, that was really funny. Because, like, you basically, you pick her up and you put her on, like, the, um, like the chest of drawers and you have sex with her. And there's like a really crotchety old woman who owns the like it's like kind of like a flat. Like, yeah. Kind of, she's like the landlord. An apartment. Uh, apartment. There we go. And like it's kind of it kind of scrolls down. You see like from the ceiling on the on the bottom floor, yeah. dust being shaken loose from the ceiling, and this crotchety old woman just like staring at it, and it's falling on her bread, and she just like shakes her head slowly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that is fucking amazing. 
But no, I, I, I'm really, really enjoying that, and I'm really looking forward to getting to the second and third one, because the third one sounds amazing. Uh, how far off are you from beating The Witcher 1, do you think? Oh, um, I've probably got another few hours to sink it. There's mm. a lot of, like, uh, full, like legwork involved, um, which I don't mind so much, because it's, like, it's not really an open-world game, but it feels like it... God, that's probably what the third one is, to be fair. I think, yeah, I think the third one's more of an open world. Yeah. I might be wrong. I haven't played it, but I know. No, but you know, like everything I see about the game, I love. Like, just, I have such a mad Lady Bono for CD Projekt Red, just because of how cool they are. Like, oh yeah, we'll put out fucking shit tons of free DLC for the third one, because. Yeah. And it's like... I love you. Please don't ever change. Well, they're one of those rare developers that, um, because they're not under the thrall of some big publisher, mm. they release games when they think they're ready. So Yeah, and honestly, I wouldn't mind waiting five years for a game if pretty much yeah. every developer did that, because then we get better games. But yeah. and Then you wouldn't end up with 57 Assassin's Creed games, and you know <sighs> everyone wins then. You know, I played like the first and the second one. First one was hard as balls, but... Had a bit of a Dark Souls-y kind of thing, where, you know, like, when you did eventually, near the end of the game, actually manage to stealth kill a target, you felt like a badass. Yeah. Managing to actually kill someone without getting spotted in, in Assassin's Creed 1, did you, you felt good doing oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then there's a the second one, it's just like, eh, whatever. Yeah, Assassin's Creed 2 holds the distinction of being the very first game that I ever played and beat, and at the end was like, I wish this game had been harder. Yeah, it it was especially like just on its own fine, but you compare it to the first one because it's a sequel. You can't help but compare it. Yeah, it's I... like yeah, the, like the first one was brutally difficult with like, oh no, you've got it. Like it's really finicky about how you've got to get in there, and and then like the second one is just like. I'll just have a fucking... Oh, I'll just swag on in and <laughs> kill everyone because I don't give a well, shit. Well, you barely did. That was the thing. Like, there was hardly any assassination missions. And from what I hear, because um, I've... Um, yeah, I've only played the first two because I got kind of bored of the series. I honestly, yeah, after um, the second one, I was just like, you know what, I'm not particularly interested. Well, from what I hear, um, the, the series has generally not really cared about the whole assassin thing mm. very much uh, after the first one. So. Yeah, I think I heard Black Flag was really good purely for the naval combat. Yeah, I do. You don't get to do enough... Which is really weird. In an Assassin's Creed game, no one gives a shit about being an assassin. They're all like, oh, no, no, no. Mm. The ship warfare well, uh, is fantastic. I, I think the thing, it, what the thing was is that there was some naval combat in the third one, and everyone really liked that. And then yeah. when they made Assassin's Creed 4, that had a much heavier focus on it. Okay. Um, and the I can't help getting confused. Literally, there's so many of them. Oh, I get yeah. so confused. Um, I mean, I might be wrong, ultimately, but that's what I always say. <sighs> Who knows with Assassin's Creed yeah. anymore? But yeah, um, apart from that, I've just kind of been... You know, playing WoW again, just kind of because I want to recapture the joy I, I once felt with it, and that's not really going anywhere. Well, no, see, because the trick is, is that no one's actually happy playing World of Warcraft. No one is ever happy playing. You, WoW. They're never happy. They, they kind of cling. To agree. They cling to this illusion that the expansion that they first played in was the best expansion, yeah. and so every time an expansion comes out, they can you know sit there and go, "God, it was so much better in Burning Crusade, or it was so yeah. much better in Vanilla." But secretly, it's always been kind of terrible. Yeah, and I say this speaking as someone who's played a lot of World of Warcraft. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, just same old, same old shit with WoW. With my eight hundred, like level one hundreds, I'm just kind of like checking my garrisons. You, you've got like twenty five level hundreds, haven't you? Something like oh, that. Oh no, I've got like fifteen, sixteen. Oh yeah, well that, that's a perfectly reasonable amount as opposed to twenty five. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm a grinder. <laughs> okay, I, I like I like filling up bars. 
It's fun. That's true. That's Unless true. They're, they're toxicity bars, in which case, stay the fuck away from me. I ain't filling that bar for nothing. Played a bit of Super Hot for the channel. That was really, really good. Yeah, you really need to complete that, actually. I really do. I need, I need, to, I need to get back to it, because it's like... The story, I'm not going to spoil anything, is... I didn't expect it to have a story at all. Mm. And, like, to have such an interesting story, I'm actually quite enamoured with that. Well, from what I hear, you're not that far away. No, um, it's quite what, what short we played game. for the video on the channel, and um, from what I hear, that's qu- relatively, you know, quite far through the game. Mm. So I don't think you've got too much longer to go. So you should probably beat that. No, I, 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 it is the most innovative shooter um, that I've played in years. Most in- innovative first-person shooter I've played in years. Yeah. But yes, yeah, so there's that. Oh, also, um, because by the time this this is heard by human ears, um, the uh, jazz punk playthrough will have uh, yes, I started going. I completed live. jazz punk. That, that's another one. Which is a game I've literally been trying to get you to play for about a year and a half for the channel. Yeah, literally. But like, yeah, I mean, it's okay. Like, I think the way you describe it in the first uh, part is. I think I describe it as it's like a first person put put game with the sense of humour of the movie Airplane. Yeah, that's exactly. absolutely... I think that's the yeah, way I describe it. That's pretty much... Yeah, and that's pretty bang on as a description. I because mean, it's, it's just like... I think the biggest problem with it, and it's actually a problem with um, with, with trying to let's play it as, as we found, is that there is so much happening all the time because there's a yeah. joke every, like, minute or so. And there's so much speech and there's there's quite a hefty narrative mm. It does mean that you, you end up not really having that much to say because there's so much being mm. blared at you all the time. Yeah, it's, it's definitely, like, there's next to no gameplay, really. Yeah, it's just walk it's, around. It's, it's, it's a borderline walking simulator, I hate really. that term, but that, what else are you going to call it? Yeah. But, yeah. Um, Although it does have real puzzles in it every now and again. So, yeah, you know. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, th- I thought it was quite fun and how just random things... The bizarreness of it all was quite yeah. endearing. Cause, I, mean, I've, um, and I found out throughout the throughout the playthrough that I hadn't seen absolutely everything in the game. Although I have like 100%ed it. Like, mm. got every achievement on, on Steam, including the stupid ones. Okay. That there's no reason for you to ever try for other than to get 100%. Um, but yeah, there's always some... It's, it seems it's one of those games where no matter how, how thorough you are with it, you'll always miss something. Because there's always mm. some weird bit of dialogue or some little interactive thing that you didn't realise was interactive. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going to have to give it, like, a really good, like... I'm going to have to say that I think it's brilliant purely because I got to use aerosolized cheese to spray on a snooty Englishman voiced by Jim Sterling's face. And that's, like, nearly your exact sexual fetish. So. Nearly, yeah. Nearly. And I'm like, wow, okay, this is feels nice to be catered to. Yeah. I like it. So yeah, I've I've got to give it like yeah, I've got to give it that. It's it's pretty pretty astounding for just that alone. That and the weird fruit ninja thing with Jim Sterling again. Yeah, which is just like I mean I think he's cool. So yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm going to enjoy bits with that. That and I I, I enjoy spraying aerosolized cheese into people's faces because it just it's it's, yeah. it's one of my kinks. But yeah, so that will be going up um, throughout March. Yeah, I guess that will be our Saturday videos for. Yeah, I'd say so. For old March, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, there's that. Mm. Um, is there anything else that we've we've played? Not that I can think of off the top of my head. I mean, I'm always kind of dicking about on Banished because that's a great relaxation. Yeah. Which is, oh my god, I've dumped so many fucking hours in that game. Well, you've like modded Banished to the point that it's like this barely recognizable <laughs> thing, like mechanically. Well, no, I can still like it, it. Still does just like spin out of fucking control, and everyone's dead in like ten minutes. 
but it's just it's harder to get to that point. Yeah. So yeah, because yeah, I'm not doing it for achievements because like you know with the amount of miles I'm running, achievements are disabled anyway. Yeah. I'm just I'm just really playing it to just have something to do. It's so, it, it's become sort of the new solitaire for you of like this. Yeah, definitely. This kind of uh, this, this version of banished where it's it's nowhere near as brutal. But I, I understand. That. I mean, as, as I've said um, I've said before, like I, I realized at some point that. I don't really like real-time strategy games. Mm. What I like is building bases. Oh, I, I love building I like building cities. Shit. That's why I like, I like city builders. But I'm dreadful at it. It's <laughs> like we stream city skylines and I just spent the whole time driving chat insane because I was like, yeah, I'll put a university next to the garbage dump. That seems fine. Yeah. Watching you play city skylines was the sort of thing that makes people's fists itch. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sorry for that. I wasn't, like, pushing anyone deliberately. I'm just... <laughs> I was just a bit overwhelmed by everything. Oh, it is. is. Like, I, I didn't realise exactly how overwhelming it can be because I'd played a lot of this the previous SimCity game, yeah. which City Skyline takes a lot of, of, of things from. Oh. And so like, it was a really natural thing for me to get into playing that. Well, because I it haven't was, played yeah. a SimCity game since I was like seven. And I'm not seven anymore. No, you're not. So it's I've forgotten. I think yeah, no, that's fine. It, um, the the latest I, um, SimCity does not. It does play quite differently to yeah, uh, yeah. previous iterations. So, so Far Cry Primal came out recently. Yeah, it did indeed. And I am a massive fan of Far Cry Three. Yes. Uh, you know, for those who don't know, and <laughs> honestly, I scream it from the rooftops like pretty much every full moon. So I don't know how you wouldn't know, but whatever. At least everyone in our town knows about it. Well, yeah, yeah. And that that's almost enough. So yeah, Far Cry Primal's come out. Um, I haven't played it. Well, we fucking can't. Well, we can't. Because um, it only runs on machines that are hewn from the raw fabric of the universe. And even then, yeah. there's been a lot of performance issues. But Far Cry, launch day, never good. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, and like, I was quite interested in Primal. Um, because... Well, obviously, I'm I'm a massive fan of the third one. I thought four was all right, honestly. It was it was okay. Blood Dragon was great. Yeah, Blood Dragon's the only one of the uh, is the only Far Cry game I've actually beaten. Yeah, it's it's good. Um, it turns out you if you take a series that I have a passing interest in, all you have to do is make it neon pink, and then suddenly I'll beat the whole thing. Yeah, or just just put in uh, Michael Bain. Yeah, in there, yeah. and suddenly it's the best thing ever because yeah. he's amazing. Quite frankly, I've seen a a couple of reviews. Uh, a couple of first impression videos about it, and I was initially very positive about Far Cry Primal. I was it's like, a really interesting idea. It's a really interesting. I was like, no, this is actually like, wow, okay. I mean, it's the same fucking formula, of course, but it's a Far Cry game. Right, it's a game that comes out of the bowels of Ubisoft. They are literally afraid of innovation. Oh yeah, <laughs> they have to do the same thing each time. Mm, exactly. So, but yeah, and like, uh, and as as I've seen more and more people talk about it. I'm actually... I, my opinion has pretty much soured. Because this does not seem like something Ubisoft should be charging full retail price for. Now, like, Blood Dragon, which is... This is basically Far Cry 4's Blood Dragon. Yeah. But, but with none of the outrageous, over-the-top, daft-ass humour. It's just... Yeah. They're even using the same fucking map from Far Cry 4 in Primal. Yeah. And I think that is completely unforgivable. That offends me at a very personal level. You have to you have to be a really good game to get away with that kind oh, of shit. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, Because Saints Row 4 kind of got away with it because Saints Row 4 was quite fun to play. So yeah, you kind of let, you let the whole fact it's Steelport again kind of slide. Yeah, I mean, it didn't wow me before it came out. It was like, oh yeah, it's basically Steelport, but you can fly. And I was like, okay, fine. Mm. Yeah, all right. That's the thing. I can't say for definite 
with Primal because I haven't played it. Um, but yeah, it doesn't look like it's actually that great. Apart from, but performance issues aside, it's more of the same. It's, I mean, you have less weapons because, you know, you can't have guns. It's like prehistoric fucking cavemen wandering around and stuff. Uh, although I would like to see, like, Neolithic man uh, using an AK. That would be an interesting thing that, that, to see, at least. That would definitely be something to witness, but not not in, not in private. I was hoping it was secretly just a, uh, a gritty remake, or gritty reboot of the Bonk series. It was my personal hope. Bonk? I don't know what that Bonk. is. Bonk. Oh, it, it's an you're, old... You're probably not talking about TF2. No, <laughs> no, it's... Uh, I, I can't remember what, it's, what, what system it started on. I know there was one on the Super Nintendo, um, where you play as like a caveman with giant head. Okay. And you eat, like, candy and meat. And it gives you like superpowers. Like they did in those days. It's um, mm, it's a bizarre game. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, can't, oh, it, I think it might have been on the Turbo Graphics or something originally. It was like... God, okay. Yeah, it was one of those sort of games where it started off on a system no one had. Mm. Um, but then, yeah, it, it did have ones on Nintendo consoles. Mm. So. Well, no, I... But anyway, I, I was hoping it was a gritty reboot of that was the point I was trying to okay, make. Okay, okay. Yeah, I, I don't think it is. Because oh. like, the main antagonists are like cannibals. I know that Elias Tufex is in there, and I think that guy is just so cool. Is he a cannibal? No, he's he's like the main character, oh. I think. But yeah, no, I I'm always up for hearing his voice in a game. Yeah, because he's just he he did Adam Jensen in um, Deus Ex: Human Revolution, and he was gonna do Jason Brody in Far Cry Three. And then they were like, you sound too much like Adam Jensen. He's like, well, if you hire the person, <laughs> if you're going to try and hire the person who did who did Adam Jensen's voice, you can't complain when he sounds like Adam Jensen. Well, I mean, the thing is, like, um, Elias Tufex's voice is just Adam Jensen's, but slightly less gravelly. Yeah. That's just yeah. how he talks. But I digress. Um, so, yeah. Like, all the new mechanics look pretty interesting, like having, like, an owl recon unit and, and being able to collect puppies, which I am all for. Yeah. I, I love me some pups. Um, like, you get bear pets as well, and you can get, like, rare tames or something. Mm. Basically, like, wow. Yeah, basically being a hunter in, in World of Warcraft. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, not ruining everything. Every not, not a major personality-destroying disorder. Well, yeah, but. yeah. After kind of, like, seeing all this, like, stuff about it where the cracks have started appearing, I'm just kind of like, you know what, I'm not that bothered. Well, I, I guess the thing is, is that it, it's it sort of shows this weird thing that Everyone who's ever had anything to do with the Far Cry series, it's almost like they don't know why people buy Far Cry games. I would say that's... I mean, this is so evident from, like, Far Cry 3, right? I I played Far Cry 1 as a kid and just wasn't really particularly interested. I don't think I've ever played Far Cry 2, but Far Cry 3, I bought that on a whim and I booted it up and I was like, this is amazing. Like, you know, being a big MGS3 fan, wandering around in the jungle, having to kill animals and stuff, that's kind of... It's kind of a thing I like doing. Yeah, yeah. Like, Michael Mando as Vass. Like, he was brought in, like, at the last minute. They uh, they actually wrote a character for him. Uh, they, they wrote Vass for Michael Mando. Because uh, the character he originally auditioned for was a guy called Bull, who was, like, this big, kind of, like, quiet, like, guy. He was just, like, this generic bad guy, number 97. And he, he is exploded and was like doing the vast thing and they were like holy shit this is so good we need to write him in so they did and um i will be talking far cry 3 spoilers so sorry for anyone (laughs) just just stop listening if you don't want far cry 3 spoilers but seriously if you're interested you should go play it anyway i don't know why you wouldn't the addition of vast made it so much more interesting i mean i'm i'm fairly biased because, like, Vass is just such a fucking great character. I think he's so cool. Yeah. Um, but, like, just, you know, the introduction to him, the way that throughout the game he just jumps up and fucks with you. 
on a very it, it, it makes it really personal and you know and you know then you get to the midpoint of the game and you kill him and it's not easy and you know it's pretty good and then you've got to kill Hoyt the rest of the game and you're just like I I met this guy like once I okay yeah it's I like, guess so he's a bad guy you, this guy has been fucking with you the entire game and you finally take him down and then you're told oh but he has a boss and it's like have I met him you're like yeah you have but, in uh... passing at the very start of the game like, but no he's, so he's going to be the final boss you've got to deal with him and you're like uh, yeah and it's, it's just like oh okay everyone loved Vass like I remember seeing like there was an E3 video that they showed of like the definition of insanity speech mm. Um, and the crowd, I know, like, E3 crowds and stuff like well, that, yeah. they always go fucking berserk anyway. Everyone fell in love with that. And it's like, yeah, we fell in love with him because it's an amazing character. This fucking intense, psychotic fucking guy. Fucking, you can, you go out in the forest, you can feel him fucking with you. It's, he's like this oppressive force. It's brilliant. He's so, like, unpredictable, yet so charismatic, yet so genuinely frightening. And then, in Far Cry 4, they're like, we need another Vass. So what we'll do is have pagan men, and we'll do, like, he'll have, like, some of the kind of psychotic outbursts, and then he's just, he just isn't there! And then he's nearly got a mohawk, he's, oh, so he's oh. nearly Vass. I mean, yeah, and, like, I mean, the first thing I saw of it was, like, where, you know, you meet pagan men after you come off the bus, and he kills some guy, and he goes fucking berserk because he got blood on his shoes, and then takes a selfie with you. Yeah. And it's like... Okay, yeah, it was like, the moment I saw that, I was like, you you are really trying to have another Vass here. Well, that's, I think that's yeah, the thing. It does not work. Like, Pagan, like, Pagan Min, it's like, there's a couple of lines he, he says to you which are actually, like, laugh out loud funny. Mm. But as, like, as, as, like it, he just doesn't pull it off. He just can't, he just doesn't have that same appeal. Well, I think that's know? the thing of, like, no matter how well, at, like, how well written and how well performed the character might be, it's very clearly a very cynical attempt to create mm. a new Vars. Yeah. And so the 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 cold, cynical version is never going to match up mm. to the original thing. Exactly. I mean, it's not just with, you know, antagonist as well. Because Pagan Min was your antagonist throughout, even though he was barely ever fucking there. Um, like, the, the really trippy kind of things in Far Cry 3, because there's, like, the whole Alice in Wonderland thing, like, falling down the rabbit hole, and, like, I think Citra, she blows, like, some, like, drug dust in your face, and you go on this really wacky adventure, and there's one where you're kind of walking along this rope bridge at the bottom of the ocean, and it's vi- really, really visually interesting. The kind it's of trippy like, moments, wow. yeah, the trippy moments in Far Cry 3 were were real highlights of oh, it. Oh, they were fantastic. I mean, I didn't, I didn't play the whole game or anything, but what, what I played and what I've seen of it, it's, mm. um, th- those were the parts that made me want to play more. Yeah, definitely, did, you know? definitely. Like, um, yeah, like, you get the trippy moments. I mean, I think the first one is when you have to go get mushrooms for this crazy doctor guy, Dr. Earnhardt, and you basically fall face first into these hallucinogenic mushrooms, and it's really cool. It's It's a little bit spooky, but it's really cool. And you're like, this came out of fucking nowhere. This is awesome. Oh my god. That coupled with the whole, you know, the theme of is insanity. Yeah. And the fact that Jason goes through the game and every time he tries... Everything he does to save his friends is one step closer to being Vass himself. Which is really cool. And then they're like, in Far Cry 4, they're like, okay, we're going to just put these like Yogi and... I can't remember the other guy's fucking name because they're just... So Yogi cute. and Boo Boo. No, no, no. <laughs> That's probably not right. <laughs> and, like, every time you meet these guys, they fucking drug you. And, like, I don't know how many times. It's like, for argument's 
say for argument's sake, it's like six times that you meet these guys. And, like, every time you meet them, they're like, here, have, like, s smoke this joint. And then you go on this fucking bazaar. And it's like, okay. Like, the first one was cool. Because, you know, there's all these, like, exploding sand colours in the sky. And it's all weird. And, and elephants are happening. And stuff comes out the water. And it's like, okay, that's kind of cool. And then the second time it happens, you're like, okay. And the <laughs> third time, you're like, okay, that's enough now. Well, I remember watching you you play a lot of those missions. Like, I think I think you did like most of their sort of quest chain, as it were. Like, yeah. you did a lot of those in like the same day, and I was watching you play at the time. Yeah. And like by the, by like the third encounter of them, you're like, you know, you just shoot these people. Yeah. There's no reason, like the third or fourth time this happens, that RJ just wouldn't fucking kill them. And like, they show up at your fucking house at one point, and he's just like, okay. It's like, no, get the fuck off my land, you pricks. Every Because, like, they steal all your shit. And it's just like, this is the worst. Why am I putting up with this? Yeah, you just wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. And then there's, like, the, um, the Shangri-La, I think, um, the quest where you're, like, playing as an ancestor in the, in the tapestry. And you've got, like, this white tiger friend, and you have to beat the demons. And it's like, that's very pretty. There's a lot of deep reds, and it's very... It is a little bit trippy, and it's very visually interesting. But you're basically just go with a bow and arrow and a shank. Yeah, which, and, which is basically just Far Cry Primal, but nowhere near as colourful. Yeah, um, like it's like okay, this is cool, and you know you keep going. And it's like oh, okay, sure, yeah, and it's like they really, as you said, you know, like they have no idea why Far Cry Three was popular, so they just tried to do everything again and just like cynically and made it crap. Well, I mean, that's that's the thing. It's like, Far Cry 1, it was aliens, wasn't it? There was aliens in if Far Cry 1. If memory serves, I think it was... I, I think it was, like, mutants in the second one, or... The, I don't know. Uh, the I second one remember. was in South Africa. I think... I can't... I've never played the second one. I've never met anyone that's played the second one. <laughs> um, I know it's in South Africa, and it's... From what I can gather, it's kind of, it's kind of like a proto-Far Cry 3. You yeah. might actually like Far Cry 2, and from what I've heard about it. I'll have to give it a go one of these days, but yeah, I've, I've played a bit of the first one, and was just completely unimpressed. Yeah, and then there was... Uh, and then, you know, they had Far Cry 3, which was the one that really kind of seemed to establish what Far Cry was what people expected from it. Mm. And so then they made Far Cry 4, which, like, it had more stuff gameplay-wise, and it had elephants, which is always new. I loved the elephants. Like, genuinely, they were great. But, yeah, it seems like narratively, they just didn't really know what they were doing, because they didn't really understand yeah, what yeah. people liked about the narrative of the first one, and what didn't work in the first one. In, well, I say in the first one, I mean in Far Cry 3. They didn't realise what didn't work there, and what they shouldn't have taken over. Yeah. Like, you know, your main antagonist barely fucking being there. Like... Yeah, they they still did that where he was barely there. I mean, it's even in Blood he Dragon. He phones you up and has a go at you, mm -hmm. but that's just not the same, you know. Yeah, I mean, even uh, even in Blood Dragon, which I really like Blood Dragon, but like not to give you know spoilers of how it ends or anything, but you don't really fight the final boss. It's like a fucking cutscene, and it's like I kind of would have liked to have fought him. I mean, it's like a, there's a big hole, there's a big hole crescendo at the end end of the game, obviously, but. I don't know, it kind of does end on a bit of a damp squib, really. Yeah, Far Cry 4's ending was pretty poor. I mean, like, they, they brought this thing in where there's... I can't remember the guy's name, but I think the woman's name was Amida, and the other guy. And they, they were basically, like, you know, black and white. Like, one of them thinks that, like, the guy thinks that everything should... Like, tradition should be upheld and everything like that, and doesn't matter, like, what the fuck happens... And then the woman's like, no, we need we need to fund our country's rebellion with drug money. And she's just like, she's breaking tradition, you know, that kind of thing. But she's doing it in a really fucking scummy way. Yeah. 
and he's like a bit scummy because he's like oh no things aren't ever allowed to change like the fact that things are changing are terrible you know and there's the whole like like you know a meter with the, the sexism undertones as well mm. of kind of like they're like oh in Kyra like women are shit you know that kind of thing and you know he's all like yes but that's it's like this for a reason and you're basically like well do you want to like the the options are fucking stupid because it's like do you want to stab a baby or do you want to shoot a baby <laughs> that, that's and you're brilliant. like can I not do either? And they're like, no, you, you are stuck here until you pick one. And that was fucking awful. Because the choice between awful, awful, like, dogmatic... Close-mindedness. Like, like close-minded, uh, close-minded following of tradition, or your entire country is founded on The drugs. misery of others, yeah, basically. So. Yeah. And, like, the, the final, like, choice in that, it's like, spoilers again, is you have to kill one of them. Yeah. Like, basically, you go to each of them and they're like, oh, the other one's, like, crazy and shit and blah, blah, blah. Kill him for me. Kill her for me. So I went, because I was like, I was like, okay, can you get Badra? It's, like, the little girl that um, they believe that she's the um, the avatar for God on Earth or something along those lines. Okay. Um, and she's, like, this holy bit. And, like, the guy is like, oh, no, she must be worshipped as a goddess because she's a fucking goddess. Don't you see how much of a goddess this little girl is? And mm. she's just a little girl. She's a sweet little girl, but she's just a little girl. And, like, Amita's like, they're gonna fucking marry her to, like, a, a middle-aged guy. And I'm like, yeah, that... I'm not okay with that. So I killed the guy. And then, like, she comes out and she's like, cheers, I guess. Fucking whatever. Woohoo, drug money. And then, because it bugged, I didn't get, like, the proper finishing for the story. So you did, what, like, the final cutscene didn't play? The final cutscene didn't play, no. But it was basically, like, I turned my question, she's like, yeah, cheers, whatever, bye. And then, like, there should be, like, a thing where, like, it's the, oh, no, moment where you talk to her and then it's, like, something really bad. Because I, I watched, like, a, um, watched the ending on YouTube because I, I well, it if, fucking wouldn't play. If the game's not going to play the it for you, The game wouldn't then... fucking give it to me, so I had to fucking find it on YouTube. And I can't, it's, it's something like, oh, yeah, and by the way, you know, we're going to murder all the men. Or I can't, it, it's something where you're just like, oh, no, I made the wrong choice. And then I watch what happens if you go with you, if you side with the guy, and basically you get married to this little girl. And it's like, wow. Okay, so it's literally, do you want to stab a baby or shoot a baby? And it's yeah. just like... No ending is good. But no it's... ending is good, but it's, it just it felt like such a fucking cop-out, because it's like, you have to do the, oh, it's like, it's all a twist where it, it ends and you fucked up, and it's like, okay... Why didn't RJ ever just go, you know what, fuck the pair of you? Because they bully you. They boss mm. you around. They tell you what the fuck to do. And it's like, look, walk away. Fucking walk away from, from the fucking yeah. like, so, look, rebel group. They're obviously a bunch of weirdo dickheads. Yes, they might be rebelling against a tyrannical dictator, but there is no good guy here. Yeah, every, everyone you're dealing with is a dickhead. Yeah, everyone you're dealing with is a complete fucking moron. Apart from Badra, because she's cool. Um, but yeah, and it's like... Uh, I mean, Far Cry 3's endings were... Way better, in my opinion. I mean, I think there should have been a bit more variation in that, but, like, I remember a lot of people being disappointed with the uh, staying on the island ending. Spoilers again. Because if you stay on the island, because Jason is broken at the end of that game. He's fucked. He is completely wrecked. So you go, okay, I'll stay on the island because there's no way I can return to civilization. The, the fucking things I've done. You'll try and, like, skin, like, all the local cats to have pouches so that you can, I don't know, store your money in or whatever. Yeah, they're starting to charge plastic bags, so he's got to go well, around yeah. skinning dogs and cats just so he doesn't Five have pence beat. for a bag? Yeah. Well, you might as well just skin the local tabbies, you know? Yeah, exactly, you know. That's literally how Jason's mind works at the end of the game. Yeah. So what you do is you kill your friends, 
and then you fuck Citra, and then she fucking stabs you, and she's like, oh yeah, our baby will be like the best thing ever, and it's like, that's not how conception works. No. But okay, for the sake of a story, I'm going to suspend my disbelief, and then you die. Yeah. You basically just die. Or, is, or you go back, and like, I think Dennis is like, because he's in love with Citra, he's like, how dare you, like, all the things we've done for you, all the things Citra's done for you, and I think he he goes for you and Citra's like no he has to father my baby maybe I guess and then she gets killed and I'm mm. just like that's the best ending for me because I hate Citra she's such a cunt but yeah and then you leave and like you just see a boat go away and you're like okay but that's still way more fucking satisfying than Far Cry 4's and I don't think what Primal is gonna be like you're literally like you're gonna get to the end of the game and you're gonna like I don't know stab a cannibal and sit down and eat a, like a giant turkey leg no, it just sits. It, what what it does is it pans out, and uh, your your character just slowly and poignantly breaks wind for like an unbroken twenty seconds. <laughs> that would be that should have been the ending to Far Cry Four. I'm just saying that would have like if they'd have both stared at you and it would have zoomed out and just a big would have happened. Yeah, that would have been such so much more satisfying as an ending. This is what you can expect from this podcast, Fart Jokes. Yes, yes uh, we, we, we are. are very top shelf here. We, we, we hope you, you're enjoying your amazingly highbrow entertainment. <laughs> and we also spent like 20 minutes talking about a game we haven't played. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, well, no, talk about Fart Jokes 3 well, yeah, as well. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I will have to play Far Cry Primal because being a Far Cry fan, I'm kind of on a bound to do so. Oh, well, it's like how I know that... Um, because my favourite game of all time is Final Fantasy VII, mm. that at some point I am going to have in my hands every single iteration of Final Fantasy XIII. You and mean that, like I am with Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, and that just breaks me inside because I don't want to play Final Fantasy XIII. I don't want to actually spend time with those things, but I know I'm going to have to at some point. I've put it off for years, mm, but it's going to happen. It's coming. It's, it's going to happen. The darkness will rise. Hell, there's a, there's a fucking like, sale on, on Square Enix games right now and like, I'm looking at Final Fantasy 13 and I'm like don't you I'm, do I'm, it. I'm like mm, I kind of want to buy that don't and I'm like, you do it I'm like why do I want to buy that That's, this is the worst because you're a masochist <laughs> that's why I, you know, I don't want to play a hallway simulator with cardboard characters with it's, really weird hair so I played Lightning Returns demo and I spent the entire time furious because no, it's just the fucking worst like, that is not like exclusive to you because I played it and I was so fucking angry the whole time because it was so bad I was like, what am I fucking playing? Even if I ignore the fact that it's, it's linked with the Final Fantasy franchise, as just a standalone game, that sucked. Well, I mean, well, speaking of, um, of you know, like, how it came, like the, the Fallout thing we were talking about earlier, mm. a lot of the people that really, really liked Final Fantasy thirteen were people that didn't like Final Fantasy. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people that liked Final Fantasy fucking hated it. I mean, hell, I mean... I mean, I liked... I, of, of course, I like Seven everyone does because that's just the yeah. thing I, I played 7 and 10 10 I thought like looking back on it that was just daft as fuck it was a very stupid game I really really like the combat system in 10 I, that's my favourite fucking battle system mm. it's just I, I love it I love it like that's the thing if they gave the new Final Fantasy 7 the, the remake like 10 system I'd be so happy I, well, I always said like the thing with the because, uh, but you know it's going to be like Lightning Returns. Well, it combat. is. It's, it's a. It's more. It's looking like it's going to be a more real timey game. I mean that that's sort of the the deal breaker for me because no, this this is what really fucking pisses me off, right? Okay, so you are remaking Final Fantasy VII with fucking Final Fantasy Thirteen, like the latest Final Fantasy fucking combat system. You are remaking this for people 
who played Final Fantasy VII at the time and loved it. Don't... Those people hate 13. They hate that combat system. They hate everything about latest Final Fantasies because they are the the cynical, corporate, mutilated husks of what people used to love. (laughs) Pretty much. And they're fucking cramming them together. It's like, don't fucking do that. No, you're... It's like... Okay. My friend Josh was like, well, what, what do you want? You just want the same experience? Go play Final Fantasy VII. While that is a very valid point, fuck you, I want a really pretty, <laughs> exactly the same Final Fantasy VII. I am irrational about it. It's just, it's like modern day Square, I don't trust them to tie their shoes without adding fucking spikes well, yeah, and I gadgets. Mean, I mean, to, to play a little bit of devil's advocate with it, because, of course, being my favourite game of all time, I'm going to be utterly irrational about any change they I'm, make. I'm the one who's being irrational here, though. You're, um, you're, you're the one who's calmly playing devil's advocate. So. Um, but yeah, to, to play devil's advocate with it, I, I guess it does make sense in in the way that the game, the, the old, old turn-based system is not in very many games anymore. This is true. And if they're going to spend the money to make a big AAA release, which I would remind everyone is coming out episodically because... I, goes, I don't understand how any because I've seen people defending that decision, and it's like no. The thing is, is that yeah, the, these things don't they the turn based games don't really exist very much anymore. I mean, they they do come out and yeah, people loved Undertale and um, Bravely Default. People like really like that as well, which is a, a very classic style um, JRPG. People are, like for a big AAA game, they don't exist. Um, turn based games don't really. Um, I think XCOM's probably like one of the only ones that's come out recently that's like a big budget game. Yeah, but you could also say that it's just the games industry's short-sighted stupidity. And the fact that, you know, survival horror is dead, by the way. Well, you know, yeah. Like, that's, that's always the fucking thing. The, the, so they just stop making them, and they're a self-fulfilling prophecy. Mm. It's like, put in the old battle system, put in Ten's battle system. Yeah, sure, tweak things, make like improve things. But beware that you are fucking with something that so many people, it's such a big part of their formative years that Final Fantasy VII, the gameplay, the story, it's everything about it, like, you have to be so fucking careful. Of course they don't care. They're a big fucking company. They don't give a shit. They want money. Well, yeah, and I, I think that's... why they, I mean, like, why are they doing it now? Well, that for the longest time they would release, like, um... Like little bits of like the start of like there was that with the PS3 they released a uh, a little demo of like the train and like Ares in in the slums and they were like, oh yeah well that that doesn't mean we're making like a big fancy Final Fantasy VII remake we're not doing that not until we have the uh, the hardware available to do it and now they're doing it and it's like I can't trust you Squeenix. So we've we've played the Final Fantasies you've made post seven. We know what you what you're like. We know what you think a good Final Fantasy is. Very much like Ubisoft, where they don't know why their games were were, were loved. Mm. So they're just throwing fucking everything they can in there and just getting confused and complaining that something doesn't sell ten billion copies. Oh my god, this drives me nuts. Yeah, I mean, I, like, I, I hope, I hope that um, that the new Final Fantasy VII is good. I, I honestly do. hope with every piece of my soul that they don't fuck it up. But, but I can't believe they won't. Uh, they probably are, but then I, I am the sort of person that just doesn't really like... As, as a rule, I'm not a huge fan of remakes, generally, unless they... Are are done to where they try and stay faithful, but try but improve. Sort of like I guess Binding of Isaac is a good example because that was obviously remade a few years after it was originally made. But I can't really I can, I can't understand how if there is anyone who likes the original Binding of Isaac more than Rebirth because it's kind of I don't want to say objectively a better game, 
but it is like I can understand if you don't like the art style as much, but like mechanically, it's it's far superior and it runs at sixty, um, yeah. runs at sixty frames a second, which the original didn't. And so I, I like it's a much easier game to get into, and it's it means that you're not kind. Of, it's not restricted by the technology, which it was before because it was a flash game, so yeah. it was really restricted as to what it could actually do. And like, I understand remakes like that, but like for the most part, provided it can still you can still run it on on a reasonably modern machine. You can still buy you can buy Final Fantasy VII on Steam. Yeah, and that's the thing. You can buy that, and it's like. It's very much a product of its time. Like, there's lots of stuff in Final Fantasy VII that will not translate. I mean, I know they said they're not changing it, but there's bits in the wall market that I'm like, yeah. that's going to come across as, re- like... Really uncomfortable. People, like, there's probably going to be a bit of controversy about some of the stuff there, because unless they handle it really, really carefully... I mean, hell, there's that part where you... It kind of insinuates that you may possibly get sodomized in your sleep. Yeah. Um, by a bunch of very burly guys with moustaches. Now, that it kind of, because it's so basic in the original, it kind you can kind of laugh it off. But I, I can't help but feel if that's photorealistic, that's going to be fucking horrifying. That's going to be nightmarish. They come levels. across as really as really fucking tone deaf as well. Yeah, really. Um, but I mean, I get it's that thing, you know. It's, it's, I mean, that's the thing. We can't say a thing. I mean, I don't trust Squeenix as far as I could kick him at all with anything so I'm I'm being very cynical and very kind of like yeah I don't think I'm just going to ignore this and then it'll come out maybe in five years and it'll be shit and everyone will be like why did you ruin Final Fantasy maybe that'll happen maybe it won't mm. although I don't think I don't think it'll be good but I I hope it will be because Final Fantasy 7 is so well loved and they don't get why so that's worrying yeah well, uh, I think we did okay for our first, uh, our very first pilot for our unnamed podcast. Yeah, hopefully we'll have a name for it by, uh, by the time this is uploaded. Yes. Hope so. Hopefully. Hopefully. Unlikely, but um, hopefully. If you have any suggestions or critique, we are very open to it. Just let us know. Because we literally don't know what we're doing right we, now. Well, that's true of many times. We don't that's, ever know what we're doing. That's true of our entire YouTube career, yeah. is not really knowing what we're doing and just kind of rolling with it. Well, yeah. I've been Snipe, and he's been Wib. If you want to get in uh, in contact with us, we are. you can get in touch with us on Twitter at um, Snipe and Wib Play, and we're on Twitch yep. um, as Snipe and Wib. I think just Snipe and Wib. Yeah, uh, we're on Facebook as well. Uh, Facebook as Snipe and Wib Play, on YouTube as Snipe and Wib Play. Yeah. And... That's pretty much it, I think. On Patreon is sniping web as well. Yeah. Um, Thank we, you very much for listening. We did a podcast. We did a podcast. And we'll we'll see you uh, tomorrow. Mwah. And we're sorry. We're sorry. Mwah. Mwah.